Thank you for joining us for Three Bs on the Law podcast, hosted by Trisha Barita, Camille Canali, and Susan Dawson. Disclaimer, this podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Also remember, laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you. Welcome back to Three Bs on the Law. We are very excited to introduce you to today's special guest, Molly Gimmel. Molly is the co-founder and chief executive officer of Design to Delivery Inc., which is an award-winning firm that provides program and acquisition management support services to federal government agencies. While Molly has been working in the field of government contract and acquisition since 1991, that's not what we're bringing her here to talk to you all about. We are here to talk about her very exciting project, which is the launch of her book, Master Your Mindset, How Women Leaders Step Up, which will be released on April 12th. She also recently founded the Valamo Leadership Institute, but we're going to talk about that a little later in the episode. First, we want to really dig into the book. So hello, Molly. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me. I'm super happy to be here. So I was very honored to get an advanced copy of the book, which I enjoyed reading over the weekend. Thank and you. I wanted to start by talking a little bit about you, you, you go in the beginning into mental chatter and the imposter syndrome. Talk to us a little bit about what that is and how it impacts a, a leader's ability to lead. Sure. Well, the book as a whole is about developing a leadership mindset. And so each chapter is a different area of mindset of leadership mindset. So the first couple of chapters are, like you said, um, mastering your mental chatter and then getting over imposter syndrome. So mas- mastering your mental chatter. So mental chatter is that voice in your head that's constantly talking to you. And what that voice says to you is really key in how you feel about yourself, how you see yourself, how you act in the world, how you lead. And so getting control of what that voice is talking about. Some people think that they have no control, but they really do. So you really need to, first of all, figure out what the voice is saying. (laughs) And and we talk about ways to do that. And then if it's talking, if it's saying negative things to you, and so many people's voices do, so many people's voices say negative things. And a lot of that is um, what they heard other people saying to them when they were younger. So if they had a parent who was highly critical of them, or if they had a, a boyfriend in high school who told, told them they were fat or ugly or whatever, that voice heard that and still repeats it, you know? And so it's going on in your head all the time. And so to be an effective leader, you really have to get the voice in your head to be on your side. You want it to be your fan, not your um, critic. critic. Um, so, so, in the book, we talk about how to how to do that. Um, and then imposter syndrome is something that's very common, pri- primarily with people a little bit earlier in their careers, maybe, um, where they feel like a fraud. It often happens when they're put into, when they're promoted or put into higher management or leadership positions, and they don't feel like they're qualified. They are sure that... Um, they're a fraud, they're a phony, and someone's going to figure out that they're really not qualified to be in that position. They really don't know what they're doing, so that they're an imposter. 
So that's what imposter syndrome is. And it's actually quite common. And in the research that I did for the book, I found out that something like 70% of all people have imposter syndrome at some point. Um, and even some really famous, very super successful people that you would never think um, having imposter syndrome have had it. So um, the chapter on imposter syndrome talks about ways to figure out that, that you have it and address the issues behind it and so that you can get over it. Oh, that's super interesting. Um, one of the things I thought I thought was really interesting about your book is you talk about establishing the growth mindset. And I think that is so important for anyone yeah. in business, not just women. And so could, do you mind just kind of sharing a sneak preview of what that's sure. um, about in your book? Sure, absolutely. You know, um, Harry Truman said, um, not all readers are leaders, but all leaders are readers. It's hard to say. It's like a little tongue twister. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think it's so true. I think if someone wants to be an effective leader, they have to be open to constantly learning more. Um, there's a book called Mindset that talks about the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. So people with a fixed mindset think that people have the abilities and talents and the intelligence that they have, and they can't really change that. And people with a growth mindset think, well, yes, I have these skills and abilities, but I can learn more, I can read, I can practice, and I can get better at things. And so I think it's really important for someone be in a leadership position, especially to constantly be open to learning and growing and um, applying what they're learning um, as, they, as they grow in order to be an effective leader. Right. And one of the things I think that a lot of leaders kind of missed sometimes, especially as they're new, is the fact that failure isn't necessarily a bad thing because there's always an opportunity to learn. And so I really think that yeah. there are uh, messages in your book that kind of spell that out in a much gentler <laughs> way and without using that word. And so I thought that was very um, impressive, quite frankly. Right. Thank you. Well, you know, I think I address that in a couple chapters. I, I talk about that in the growth mindset chapter, but also in the chapter on resilience, because resilience is the ability to have a setback and be able to figure out the lesson learned from that and move forward and not let failure knock you out. Which can be hard to do. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? But your book, you know, what I, what I really liked is how you know, you started out with that kind of those roadblocks, that mental chatter, that imposter syndrome, those are some of those roadblocks, and then mm -hmm. moved through that into the next phase, which is, okay, you're getting beyond that. Now we're talking about growing, right? And so right. you've imposter syndrome, which is, I don't think I'm good enough, but then you also go into a chapter that's like, never stop learning, right? So I really like the way that the book yeah. kind of flowed through, through that concept where, you know, be comfortable with who you are, but never stop growing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so the whole book, you talk a lot, especially in the end, you talk about the importance of leaders connecting. Yes. And a lot of people might think, well, I'm the leader. Mm -hmm. So you just do what I say because I'm yeah. leading this ship. Right. Right. But you talk a lot about the importance of empathy and other characteristics and how you need to connect. So Explain what is so important about connecting to others in the leadership role. Yeah. 
Well, it's not just connecting to others. And so actually the book is divided into two parts. Part one is connecting with yourself. So, and I think it's just as important to be an effective leader to connect with yourself. And that is the type of thing like identifying what your mental chatter is telling you and getting it to be your fan. That's part of connecting with yourself, developing a growth mindset. Those are all, because I think in order to be a good leader, you really have to understand yourself and your strengths and your weaknesses and um, before you can connect with others. But connecting with others is equally important. And that's the second part of the book. Um, and that's the, the type of mindsets like being approachable and having empathy. Um, and that's equally important because I think, you know, leadership is about influence. It's about influencing others to do what you want them to do. And they're not going to want to follow you if they don't feel connected to you. So I think that's one of the reasons that connection is so important because, you know, leadership isn't just about your job title. You know, anybody can be a leader, not just the person who's the president of the company or whatever their title is. You know, everybody is a leader in some way. They're a leader in their community, in their family, in their kid's school, um, in their job. But even in their job, if you don't have a title, doesn't mean you can't be a leader. You can still take the lead on a project or you can, um, you know, be in charge of the bake sale or I mean, the like the birthday group for the employees or whatever. You know, there's all kinds of leadership opportunities that have nothing to do with the title, but you can't lead people unless they feel connected to you. Right. And I think that's great. And so sometimes it's difficult to establish those connections, especially generationally. Now I'm I'm finding as I'm getting older. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, finding those connections can be difficult just because finding commonalities sometimes in terms of how yeah. people came up and what is important work-wise to them. So I, I think that's actually a really interesting and important concept uh, mm -hmm. to take away. You know, I think, well, in one of the chapters is about empathy and which is basically understanding where other people are coming from, right? It's not just sympathizing with them, but it's really putting yourself in their shoes and and un getting what they're feeling, right? And so a big part of that, you can't have empathy, and empathy is so important to leadership. Um, if you if you can't put if you can't put yourself in their shoes, then you can't really connect with them. Um, and generational, the generational thing is super super important to me because, you know, I'm a Gen Xer. Um, and the way I communicate, the things that are important to me, the, the ways that I deal with things are very different from someone who is a Gen Z, for example, or a millennial even. Um, the ways that I want to be communicated with, the ways that um, I see things, the everything. You know, it, it's, and I've actually done some research on this as well. It's not, it's not really in the book, but you know, just the different generations. And right now there are five generations in our workforce, which is crazy. And each one is very different from each other. They're all a product of, you know, the times in which they grew up. Um, and so you really have to have an understanding of the people that you're dealing with, that you're leading, what motivates them, how do they want to be communicated with um, in order to be able to lead them effectively and have them feel connected to you and want to follow you. That's a great point. So I have to ask, and this is a hard, this is actually probably the hardest question, but what's the number one thing you want readers to take away 
after reading your book? Um, and you have to pick one. <laughs> Just one. Okay. That's a tough one. <laughs> um, I think it's that, well, sub point one. <laughs> <laughs> That everybody is on the lawyer on the no, lawyer. Right. <laughs> everybody can be a leader. It doesn't have, like I said, it doesn't have to do with job title. Um, but that, shoot, I just lost my train of thought because <laughs> we were talking about our loopholes. <laughs> oh, I took you off. I'm sorry about that. I know that's okay. Um, the things I want to get, I, I that everybody is a leader, that it's not about job title, it's about influence and it's about connection, I think is the main thing. But also, you know, like we talked about earlier, the other thing I think is super important is that leadership, someone said to me the other day, you know, you're either a leader or you're not. And I said, no, right. <laughs> maybe you're not a leader. That doesn't mean you can't learn to be. Right. And so I think um, that's the thing that I want people to take away is that you can learn to be a leader. You can learn to be a better leader. That's and great. it can be situational. Some people may have things that they like to lead in and other things where they prefer that someone else leads so that they can learn. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, speaking yep. of learning to be a leader, you have the Valamo Leadership Institute. So tell us a yes. little bit about that. So, yes, I started this new company, the Valamo Leadership Institute, basically for the purpose of turning the book into a course. Um, so... I'm creating a the book is 13 chapters, each one focused on a different mindset area, and I'm turning it into a 13 week course. So each week will be a separate module based on each mindset. Um, and then at the end of each week, there'll, there'll be online videos to watch and exercises to do. And at the end of each week, there'll be a, a group Zoom call to talk about their takeaways and how they'll apply it to their lives and stuff like that. So um, and then once someone's gone through the course, then they can be part of the alumni network where they'll get access to regular webinars and other resources. Um, and then possibly if they want to join a mastermind group. So I'm really excited about that. Right now I'm focused on the book launch because it's coming like in a few weeks. Um, and then I'm gonna spend the summer you know, creating this course and getting the Institute up and running and then launch the course in September. Well, I'm super excited to hear more about it, see where it goes. And just like you said, you know, people who don't think they're a leader, they can learn to be a leader, but every leader should be learning, continue to learn. So even if you think you're already a leader, this sounds like a course for you to go through and brush up on it and improve. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so right. Molly, how can people get in touch with you? And probably more importantly than that, how can people get your book when it comes out in April? Okay, well, let's talk about the book first. Um, the book will be available on Amazon, <laughs> ebook, hard copy, paperback, hardback, whatever, they can order it starting April 12th. Um, and then in touch with me, um, I'm on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all Molly Gimmel, um, or they can check my website, which is mollygimmel.com. All right. And then if you wait till summer, then go to and you want to register for the course, then it'll be valamo-leadership.com is when the course registration will be available in the summertime. All right. Well, we'll have to circle back with you once that launches okay. to learn more about the program. But that would be great. Well, this is great. I'm so excited for uh, everyone to get to read this book. Like I said, I really enjoyed it over the weekend, our, our sneak peek. And um, 
just thanks so much for joining us today, Molly. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed chatting with you guys. All right. Thanks, until next Molly. Time. Next time on Three Bees on the Law. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast of Three Bees on the Law. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. We also welcome any comments. If you'd like to get in touch with us or suggest a future topic, you can email us at 3-T-H-R-E-E-B-E-S-O-N-T-H-E-B-E-S-O-N-T-H-E-B-E-S-O-N-T-H-E-B-E-S-O-N-T-H-E-B-E-S-O-N-T-H-E-B-E-S-O-